What is the business to everybody out there in podcast land? Thank you so much for tuning in to another MIE podcast. And this is episode number 73. Episode number 73. I want to thank, first of all, everybody that's been rocking with the podcast. Um, looking at the, the stats right now and I'm seeing people are uh, sharing it. People are listening and like I said, I, I hope that each one of these uh, pods that I do, especially the MIE, can just do a little something to motivate you, to get you through uh, the rest of your day, the rest of your week, because these stories help me. And so today's story is actually a little bit, now I know the last podcast, um, I did a breakdown of one of the, the QBs going into the draft. Uh, draft day is tomorrow. Uh, but today, I was reading a book which I highly recommend for all of my dream chasers out there, everybody out there going to get it. Um, it's a it's a book by Kobe Bryant. It's called The Mamba Mentality. And uh, really enjoying this book. And there's a particular um, story that I want to that I want to share. I actually took a note on this. Um, and it was his story, like in the book, Kobe's talking about just different people um, that he had to play against talking about his mindset when he approaches the game and I and you know as I'm reading it I'm like man I'm just trying to take some of this in it's like man you know he was definitely a beast and a master of the craft and so there's a a a little short story that I want to read to you where he was talking about uh Kevin Durant so he basically at the beginning I won't read the whole thing just a little the the little clip that I kind of you know uh honed in on and it was so he's talking about Kevin Durant he was saying you know when when Durant first got in the league you know he wasn't that uh difficult to guard he was kind of predictable <clears throat> I mean and you know he just it was what it was but then he goes on and he says for almost a decade he talking about Kevin Durant did nothing but address weaknesses and add to his game now just before I even move on a decade like KD for a whole debt, not like for a week, a month, a year. This dude said a decade. So he knew when he came in the league, there were certain weaknesses that he had. And he was like, I'm going to commit for the long run on working on these and adding to my game. How many times that, you know, I know even for me, like when I when I talk to students doing an assembly and I tell them about me learning how to do the wave or <clears throat> different things that I learned how to do, I, I want it to be good right away. And I had to learn over the course of time, like, <laughs> are you in it for the long haul, though? Right. Because that is is how you win. Right. It's not just wanting to be good or master something immediately, but. Are you in it for the long haul? So he says, uh, so so uh, for a decade, he did nothing but but address his weaknesses, add to his game. And he says, now his skill set is completely fleshed out. His offensive game has no weaknesses. He is a nightmare to go up against. And he has worked to achieve that status. So the title of this podcast is Work on Your Weaknesses. Like, like really, really like when I, I now listen, I am a, a dance coach. I've taught thousands of students all over. And I do know this, even myself, you know, starting off as a dancer, going into a choreographer, like we don't like to hear um, corrections and corrections is like a big thing. 
Like when it comes to, especially if you dance on a competitive level, like it's always corrections. It's always, you know, and, and we as teachers, we tell our students to listen to them, pay attention to them. But there's very few that really apply those corrections. Right. But those are the ones that if you can be obsessed with the corrections, those are the ones that take it to the next level. That's what I've noticed through the years. I We just had a conversation with the fam and I was talking to one of the kids and we were talking about um, that there's an art school here in Nashville um, that that, you know, one of our girls goes to. And and I was saying, you know, like the, the other day they had to do some testing and I was watching a lot of students come out. And I personally know like some students here in Nashville that have gone on to do like in whatever, like, like musicians that have gone on tour with Kelly Clarkston and, and just all types of big time stuff. Right. Dancers that have gone on to do great, you know, and it was like I always wanted to be in the art school growing up. Uh, being from Cincinnati and they were like, you know, like we even knew someone in Cincinnati that went to our school, became famous. I think there was another, there was a band. I think it was a uh, uh, 98 degrees, Nick Lachey, that whole crew from Cincinnati went, but I was talking to her and I asked her, I was like, just looking at the students and I was like, what's the difference between the people who go through this whole experience in high school and, and, you know, and afterwards never apply anything, never do anything related to the craft. And, uh, you know, somebody who actually goes on and, and does the, does their thing with it. Like whether it's in the music department, musical theater, whatever. And she basically was telling me, she's like, I don't know, but I do know I've seen people, you know, just being at the school that <clears throat> at first they come in all fired up. Right. But then after a while, whatever it is, whether it's friends, whether it's teachers, whatever the problem is, once somebody something happens and they hit an obstacle, they hit a wall. It's like uh, a lot of them just fizzle out right there. And so this thinking about that and then reading this book, I was like, KD could have been one of those. Look, there's like thousands of players that come into the league. KD could have been one of those people that just when he came in, he had his weaknesses and it was like it is what it is. I'm you know, I'm in the NBA. I'm making money. And, and leave it at that but he didn't for a decade he went in for the long haul and he's like i'm doing this like this is what i'm really doing and i know in order to do that my goal has to be a long-term goal not just a, a short one and whatever wherever my weak areas are i'm gonna train i'm gonna have mentors i'm gonna have coaches i'm gonna listen to them and i'm gonna add to my game right so if i was good you know uh, uh in the paint i'm gonna add a jump shot I'm gonna, whatever it is so what are you adding to your game is what I ask myself. Add to your game. And I thought back about it as I go through like kind of the origin and the history of what I've been doing from day one. Like after once I was introduced to dance after playing sports right away, it was like, first of all, the, the whole day, like I had rhythm. I like music, but the whole dance world was foreign to me. So once I seen the moves right away, I knew I'm not going to be like like when we would dance, it would be, you know, either outside in a circle or at school. But I was like, I, I can't wait till I get in public to work on what I'm doing. I have to spend some time behind the scenes working on because I'm weak in that area. I've literally I play Little League baseball, basketball, football. I've been working on that discipline in those areas. But I got to spend some time on the grind doing this. But I didn't know. I didn't have any clue that. It would turn out to be a long term thing. Each phase that I went through, uh, just like KD working on a decade, I mean, over a decade working on his weak spots and adding to his game. It's like because each level 
it was like something else where I was weak in and I had to overcome that. So I was like, so I worked on dancing. Then when I got there, I met a group of guys that started doing, um, they were good at doing choreography. Right. And so I had to work on learning the choreo because I, I used to look at them like, how do y'all remember all those moves? Then they would perform them. Right. But I was like, oh, I want to add that, though. I don't want to just now settle because I've been able to wave and glide and animate. I got that. I I, I had the, the, the confidence barrier where, you know, because I was afraid to even go into a freestyle circle and dance in front of people because I was shy before. And I wasn't like <laughs> I didn't want it like that. Right. But. Once we got into the situation, I was like, well, this is going to be a goal. I have to get over this, right? I want to be able to dance and freestyle. So I did that, added that to my game, right? Then the guy in our group that used to do all the choreography and I used to learn it from him, he left the group and then I was faced with a new challenge and that was making up choreography. But see, I didn't know. Again, all these things start playing into not just right then, but the long-term goal of what I was wanting to do, which is be involved in the arts as a career, as a lifestyle forever. Like I just, I, I loved it from day one. Right. And so then making, making up choreography, then it just goes on and on. Like we were doing that. And then the dance styles changed. Right. So instead of everybody popping and waving, they were doing like what we call regular dances. And then I had to learn again. So, but then you go back in your brain and you're like, yo, I remember when I first learned how to, you know, tut and tick and animate and do all that, learn choreography. Now, this is just a new form of choreography. But each one, I had to be open to it. And that's the key. I think for when I look back, one of the keys is I had to be open to working on those weaknesses, right? Whatever it, but, but being able to self-assess and know that you're weak in that area. Cause I know at first, I mean, you know, because I was, once I got to a level where I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling myself in dancing, right? You got to be humble enough to, uh, jump into a new situation and then admit like, you know, what, I don't have this, but I'm going to work to get it. I'm going and I don't care how long it takes cuz you got to you got to have that that grind that dog I don't care how long it takes I'm going the distance and so on I mean there's so many stories from there going into a group where I've never you know didn't have singing lessons and I told you this on the podcast I start singing with a group then doing a different kind of dance while you're singing that was a whole nother level then during that, when it's like when we wanted to be professional and go to the next level, I've, you know, doing this the whole time I had become, uh, I knew when I wanted to work. I knew when I needed to work out. I knew all that. But uh, yeah, other than that, I, I was lazy in every other area because I was like, this is all I want to do. And then I knew there was a business side to it. Right. And so I developed this phrase like I was like, I, I, I'm going to grind. I'm going to make calls. I'm going to go see people and I'm not going to stop. I, I did the podcast before it's 10 emails. I'm sending emails. I'm walking in places. I'm going whatever it takes. If it's not happening, I'm going and, you know, once I graduated, I'm working a job. I'm working three jobs and I'm doing my passion after I get off work because whatever it takes. I'm doing it. And then I developed the phrase, who take care of the business, right? Because I got to the point where I was like, I started doing, I started executing. It was like, I, you know, because it's a, it's a numbers game. You keep doing it, you're going to start hitting some stuff, right? So working on those weak spots, working on those weak spots. So this, like I said, this story, the whole book is a story after story after story. But this is, again, just like when I was watching QB21, same thing with Kobe book. Every time I read a section, I can't, I'm like, oh. Where's my Evernote note section? I got to write it down, right? 
because it, it's it's like I can go back to it when I'm just, you know, when I'm having a bad day, I go back to those notes. No, oh, right. Supposed to be working on my weaknesses. Right. I'm not can't get comfortable. KD, I look at him now. I mean, he even ju- just now came back from an injury. But reading that, I'm like, you went from going coming into the league to improving yourself to becoming like, psh, I mean, the KD that we know today. And then, and I was watching another guy on there. Um, uh, it was on the jump last night, and he mentioned Kobe. And I remember reading this in the book. I forget. I think it was Julius Randall. But yeah, that's who it was. And he was like, uh, uh, he learned from Kobe after the game. To go in the gym and work out, put in that extra time. I was like, I remember reading that, but just hearing him say it, he was like, yeah, I, I kind of picked that up and I just, I keep that with me now because he's one of the greatest of all time. And it's like, or when you go into a new city, instead of going into the hotel, chilling, no, he in that gym. Where Where's the gym at? That's where I am. Because constantly working on your game, working on your weaknesses. So. I can go on and on and on to the break of dawn. I can go on forever. Because I, I mean, even, I remember when I moved, I'm going to be done in a minute. I'm, I'm ran. But I remember when I moved to L.A. and I had to, like, get an extra burst of energy. Because a lot of the dancers was younger than I was. And I was like, I can't even hang with them. Just doing the choreography, how fast they move. My chest burning. So, but what we got to do? Well, when we behind the scenes, when nobody's looking, I need to be running five, six miles a day. That's just what it is. And then when I show up and one of my friends told me I was in class, he was like, I think this is kind of like the best I've ever seen you dance. But it didn't happen. Just I just walked in class like, yo, I can dance. I do this. No, no, no. I had to put in the grind. And what is that? This is this is not saying I'm grinding. No, I was the the problem was my chest be burning when I'm dancing. So the grind is, well, you got to get your cardio up, bruh. And that's just what it is. So there it is. Work on your weaknesses. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Yo. Thank you again. I'm so grateful for everybody listening to this podcast. And that's all I got for you today. Stay motivated, stay inspired, stay encouraged. And your boy is out.